Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. We're going to do something a little different today. Bear with me because I'm going to be honest. This is the first time I've come to an episode with not much prepared to talk about. It's more something that I have just had in my mind as something I wanted to give a try. And um, if this is going to work, it's got to be truly unfiltered. So I don't have any notes really. I, I have a thought, but not much more than that. And I really want your feedback on this. Okay. So please, if you are a listener, please reach out to me over on Instagram after you listen to this and let me know if you want this or if you're not into it. And I will not take offense, but this is designed for you, this podcast. So I want to hear from you. So let me give you some backstory. I listened to a podcast called The Lady Gang, and uh, it's a really goofy podcast. If you're a woman, it's definitely like a girl talk show. And when I moved to England, I didn't have any friends. (laughs) It was COVID. I was locked inside for like six months. I was allowed to leave the house, I think, for an hour a day to walk my dogs. And I didn't know anyone and I didn't have any opportunity to meet anyone. So I listened to this podcast religiously. It was like my way to have girl talk. I felt like I had friends. It was, it's kind of makes it so sad when I think about it, but no, but I mean like in a positive way, like it was, it really got me through COVID in a lot of ways. So anyways, this podcast, definitely a different kind of podcast than this one. It's not business related. It's very pop culture related and it's kind of like gossipy and it's just fun. But they do something at the beginning of every podcast called where they say good week, bad week, and they share like their high and low of the week. And I loved that idea because it kind of gave you gave you some insight into their lives and really made them relatable. And so fast forward like a year or whatever it was when I really started thinking about my own podcast. And the whole reason behind Marketing Unfiltered was to give you a, a true look into building a business, right? The good, the bad, the ugly. Um the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I don't know if you guys recognize that, but that is literally my intro to this podcast, right? And I just realized like I'm asking the people that are coming onto the show what their highs and lows are, but I'm not sharing mine, right? And for me, it's really important that if this is going to be what I want it to be, which is the thing that I wish I had, Like I want space where I can be like, okay, this went really well. This absolutely did not. Here's what I learned from it. And I want to show you that I as well go through these highs and lows, like on a weekly slash daily basis, not like a every once in a while I'm talking, I feel sometimes like I'm constantly in it, like not in a good way. (laughs) Like, Like I'm like in a washing machine or something. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's just so up and down sometimes. And for the longest time, I would tell my husband at the end of the day, I just think I'm not a good business owner. Like I can't seem to figure anything out or when I do, like something else goes wrong. And what I've realized is this is actually really normal that like everyone is going through that, but we're not telling each other. So we're all silently thinking we're horrible at business or like the worst at whatever we're doing when the person next to us, sometimes even our friends are going through the exact same thing, but we're not like sharing that we were up all night crying over a broken funnel that we couldn't figure out 
or that we were up. <laughs> I, I, yes, I speak with experience on that one. <laughs> that stuff like happened to me before. I mean, for God's sake, like last week I pulled almost an all nighter because I thought I was having a tech issue. It turns out nothing was wrong. And it was just, I was looking at the wrong thing. I pulled an all nighter trying to fix this thing. And then I realized the next day because my web developer got in involved that actually I was looking at the wrong thing. I mean, I just felt so stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, and again, it's just such a reminder. I'm not a tech person. Like, I don't know what I don't know. Like, calm down, Sophia. I don't know why I made that mean something about me, but I did. And my whole point is we're all going through it. And I think it's just as really helpful to talk about it. So I want to add, and again, I want your feedback on this, but I want to add something that I'll do every few weeks, let's say a version like good week, bad week that my lady gangers do, but I don't know if I can legally call it good week, bad week. So I was thinking about calling it good boss, bad boss, like my good boss moment and my bad boss moment and like sharing kind of a rundown of those two moments over the last week or so. And I would love to know what you think about this and if you have a better name for it, because truly I couldn't think of anything better. Okay. So let's give this a shot. I have definitely had some good boss moments and bad boss moments And um, I share a good boss moment and a bad boss moment for two reasons. I share the good boss moment because I think, and actually this is something that a former coach of mine, her name is Dallas Travers. She's absolutely amazing. She's going to be on the podcast soon. But she says something that I think is pivotal. And that is you cannot build on success. You do not acknowledge. And oh, that has been so true. You have got to acknowledge when you are growing. When you do not acknowledge when you are growing, A, it just like goes right past you and like you start focusing on all the the quote unquote bad things and then you just feel like crap. So it's like energetically, it's so important, but also like you also have to notice when something is going well so that you can build upon it, right? So there's just so much truth in that for so many different reasons. So that's one of the reasons why I want to include a good boss moment because I think that we need to celebrate our wins. And I hope that you hearing me do that will also help you do that. But then of course the bad boss moment, I think that there's lots of value in self-awareness and something that I've really tried to, you know, do a good job at, especially in the last few years is my self-awareness. I've really tried to develop that part of me. I think that has always come somewhat naturally to me, but I've tried to be more productive with my self-awareness because before my self-awareness was more critical and it was more like, you know, just being hard on myself. But now I'm trying to be more aware of, yes, I could improve there without the judgment. And so that's why I'm also sharing a bad boss moment. So those are the balances, why I think both are important. And you hearing me talk about my good boss moment, my bad boss moment, P.S. I need a different name. That does not flow. <laughs> Me doing that, you're gonna do that as well. Okay, so let's start. Let's start with my good boss moment. This week, I am celebrating. First of all, a really amazing training. I am so freaking proud of the content we have been creating recently, and the get clients on social class like has just come out of me so easily. People have received it so well. I'm really grateful for that. But also in general, I'm just proud of the content that we have been creating recently. I love the podcast, like the feedback we've gotten. Oh my God, I could just cry. I'm so grateful for some of the emails I've gotten. Um, The results people are seeing from what the heck to post. I'm just really grateful for all of that. But the thing that I am really looking at was a moment I had actually just a few days ago 
I'm celebrating the fact that I had a member cancel her membership. And this seems like a funny thing to be celebrating, right? But here's the thing. She reached out to me saying, you know, she's really sad to leave. She's gotten so much out of the membership. She would recommend me to every single one who she thinks is a fit. She thinks my content is absolutely legit. And she, again, she's really sad to leave, but she's making some changes in her business and the membership no longer aligns, right? And so I got this email. And of course, your instinct is like, like almost like knife in the heart, like every member leaving, you feel something about it, right? But let me tell you something. One year ago, this would have given me a meltdown. Like people leave memberships every single day. I leave memberships every day without any emotion attached to it, right? But there's something about people leaving something that you've created, even if it makes total logical sense, that you just take it so freaking personally. Like even people unsubscribing from your email list can feel painful. Like, oh my God, is it because I'm annoying? Is it because my writing sucks? Is it because like you just start spiraling when these things happen, right? Like you always just make it mean something about you. But I caught myself not doing that. Like, of course I had like a little, like, like I don't know, like a bit, little bit of a jolt of something. But my initial response was actually when she said, you know, it's not your content. I think your content is amazing. I found myself responding like, yeah, it is actually amazing. And I was like, whoa, that's positive way to respond. Right. Like I, and I meant that not in a way like, yeah, it's amazing. What are you doing? It was more just like, yeah, it is amazing. I know this isn't about me. I know you had to make a decision for yourself and I totally respect you. And I know that like your decisions are best for your business. And I want you to make the decision that's best for your business, right? It was more like that kind of a response. I can still have great content and you can still make the best decision for you. I don't have to make your decision mean anything about my content. Whereas last year I would have said, oh my God, like in my head, obviously not to the person, she's lying. She doesn't really think my content is amazing. She's just saying that to make me feel better. And I just would have like gone down this rabbit hole of feeling like crap because one member has decided to leave my membership. Like honestly, when I think about the pain and I'm sure we can all relate to this, like it just, these things, you just can't help but make everything mean something about you when you've taken time to build something. But instead I processed her cancellation. I reached out to support her. You know, I asked her what was going on and just supported her as someone who was in my community. And I didn't make it difficult at all to, for her to leave. Not that I ever would have done that. But again, I just, I didn't let it mean something about me. And I'm just really proud of the response because here's the thing. In order to truly help someone, like truly help them and be the resource in their life, that they can't recommend enough to someone else. And in order to be the go-to coach for them, I have to make their cancellation about them as well, right? And my membership wasn't providing value anymore to her. And that's okay. People are shifting and changing. So instead, I reached out to find out why. I learned something really helpful for me, right? And then I was also able to help her in that moment. And now she knows she always has a home here if her circumstances change. And she also feels seen and heard, which is a top value of mine. And I think this shift of not making it about you is something we can all take on and be better at as business owners, myself included, by the way. So I'm just proud of getting to that point. Because let me tell you something, it took a while. 
So if you find yourself feeling like a lot of feelings about people canceling or leaving memberships or communities or Facebook groups or your email list or the stuff that you've created or unfollows and just getting really in your head about it, like that's not providing value to anyone, them or you, right? It doesn't mean anything about you. If anything, if it makes sense to reach out to them, see if you can support them, see if there was something you were missing that you can fill for them, not so that they will stay, but just for the next person, right? But more than anything, let it be about them. Give them the support that they need instead of making it about you. I think that's really, for me, what feels the least selfish in that moment and also the most productive for everyone. Okay. So that was my good week. I'm excited that I have reached that point. Now my bad week. And yes, I had one. (laughs) So my amazing, wonderful, talented assistant of four years is leaving. And I found this out while I was on vacation and headed into a launch. And well, of course, I had an emotional response because I was so freaking sad. I also totally understood her decision and I was so happy for her. So when I got the email... I, of course, was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is going to happen. I totally had a bit of a moment of like, I'm going to miss her. Who am I like, how am I ever going to replace this amazing person? And of course, you know, you let yourself have a minute, right? But then I got myself back together again and I was just like, this is for her. This is a great move for her. I'm so excited she got this opportunity and I shifted it to let's celebrate her Let's get the logistics out of the way. We settled on a date when she was leaving. Of course, I cried a little because we've developed a friendship. We both cried a little for the record. (laughs) So it wasn't just me. How awkward that have been. (laughs) And all was good. But then she had some health stuff come up. And after the health stuff came up and she was kind of, you know, she's transitioning out of her role, but she ended up not really, she had to take a bit of a break, right? Of course, I want her to take care of herself, right? But in the middle of that break, we had a conversation. The conversation was more to just figure out her workload so that she was not, didn't feel like there was a lot of pressure on her and also so that we could transition out and blah, blah, blah. So it was more of a work conversation. But of course, I wanted to check in on her and just see how she was doing. And we had a very long conversation. It was about an hour, right? But long story short, we we got very honest with one another about how hard she's been working the last few years. And I'm not her only client. She has other clients, but yeah, you know, it was the first time that we had really had an honest conversation about her workload and how exhausted she was. And I didn't realize all that she had on her plate. And as someone who has hit burnout before and who has had clients not respect her time and FYI, totally my fault for not enforcing my boundaries with some of these clients, but that's just a whole different story. But I, I did realize that there have absolutely been times when I probably hadn't respected hers as well. And of course, so innocently, like I, it wasn't malicious or anything like that, but I was probably so wrapped up in my own head and my own time and my own feeling like I need to get something done really quickly that I didn't think about it. And I'm sure she may have said yes to doing things for me that we probably both knew was after work hours or it was something she shouldn't be doing for some reason. Like maybe I knew she didn't like it or whatever it might be. And while I try so hard not to be that business owner, not to be that boss after years of having clients who were that person to me, it just made me see a few things that were really hard to look at. The first one is 
I need to do better at hiring the right people for the job. I think I had built a Frankenstein position with this assistant. I was kind of piecing together a position that didn't make sense when I should have just let her do the stuff she was awesome at and hired others to do the other stuff. And in the years when I couldn't afford to do that, I should have had honest conversations with her about how she felt about doing some of the work she didn't want to do. And if she was feeling burned out and just asked her. And to be honest, I think this is something we all have to be better at. But I did notice that the reason that I don't think I was doing this for her was because I wasn't doing it for myself. So again, this really does come back to myself as well. Because when you don't respect your own time, you don't respect others. Again, it's probably by accident. But like, for example, if you notice that you spend if you're you have a coaching call with someone and it's an hour and you end up spending 2 hours with them sometimes when you're on someone else's coaching call and it's their like you know you're booking it with them you sometimes like don't think twice about the fact that you're staying over on their schedule right like because you're so used to being loosey goosey with your coaching clients that when you're a client for someone else, you tend to be loosey goosey with their time, but that's their time, right? You can't, that can be very disrespectful. But the only reason you're doing that is because you're not respecting your own time. You're loosey goosey with your hours. So you're loosey goosey with someone else's too. I hope that makes sense, right? The same goes for when you don't respect your own boundaries, right? Like I can think of so many times when I think I'm going to say no to something, but then I end up saying yes to it or saying yes to it in a different like format, right? Like for example, I remember so many times I would have clients, I would say, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And then my clients say, okay, well that doesn't work for me. So how about we do it this? And they'd like present some other option, which was great for them, but wasn't great for me. And for some reason I'd say yes to that because I just couldn't say fucking no. (laughs) Like what the heck? And I know if you have a habit of doing that for other people, Sometimes when you have a team and they're like saying, oh, I don't want to do this, you find yourself doing the same thing, right? You're like, okay, well, let's do this instead then. Like, how can I make this work for me, right? And we do this again, innocently and accidentally. But I find so often I can think it back to times with my assistant where, yeah, I probably wasn't fully hearing her because I was in a habit of not respect my own time or not respect my own boundaries. So I kind of wasn't realizing she was trying to set boundaries. Like it's kind of hard to explain and I hope I'm doing a good job, but that has been, that was a big eye opener for me to hear how burned out she's felt. And I think for me and my assistant, we developed a friendship and I think I, I don't believe I was like totally oblivious. I think that this probably only happened 20 or 30% of the time. However, over the course of four years, 20 or 30% of the time can be a lot. Like it adds up to a lot. And so for me, I, and while she absolutely has never blamed me for any of her burnout, and I'm not taking blame for it either. I just need to be aware of where I might've contributed. And I also know that in her taking of this new amazing opportunity for herself, which is going to be so great for her. And I'm so excited for her. This is also an opportunity for me, for my new person who's going to come whenever she comes, right? 
to start off on a better foot, right? So now I'm hiring someone new and I'm truly asking myself, what do I want this to look like? How do I want to feel in this relationship with this person? And one thing I want to feel is in full communication about how the other person is feeling. I want to check in with the workload. If they're working too much, if they like what vacation days they want. Um, I don't want to wait for them to tell me that they are burnt out. I want to avoid those things ahead of time, especially for people who are working a lot of time with you, right? Um, and I believe also in doing that work with someone else, it's also going to help me do that work for myself. So yes, another week of huge learning for me. And just for the record, if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, this doesn't apply to me because I don't have a team yet, right? This is, first of all, good food for thought for when you do have a team, but also a good reminder to speak your mind with the people who are hiring you. If you have an hour-long coaching call, and my what the heck toast members are going to freaking laugh at this because I am the worst at keeping time. Like if I have an hour-long training, it'll probably always go to an hour and a half. Like I'm trying so much to be better at this, not just to respect my own time, but to respect theirs. Right? If it says it's an hour, it should be an hour, <laughs> right? But so I'm do I'm trying to do so much better at this. But this is just such a reminder to communicate your needs with your clients. I would never have known she was going through this, right? I should have been asking her those questions, but I didn't and I can own that. But she and anyone who works for someone can also communicate them, can also say, this is my experience right now. I need to see a shift because I don't want to burn myself out because your clients don't want you to burn out either, right? So just a reminder to speak your needs when you have needs. So yes, anyways, another week of huge learning for me, as I said, and now I'm about to go into a launch without my core team member and without a lot of the support I typically have. And I'm raising rates at the end of the year and I need to move apartments urgently and I cannot find an apartment that takes dogs and I'm feeling overwhelmed and kind of scared to manage all of this. But I shared these feelings with a friend and she said, you are hitting up against your upper limits, Sophia. These things would not be happening if you couldn't handle them. And when you do handle them, you'll create a whole new level for yourself. And you know what? That felt beautiful to me because I have a large part of this year, I have felt a little stuck at times. And the thought of a whole new level being birthed right now as I go through this feels really good to me. And also like something I feel ready for, right? So I say that's because if everything is going wrong for you right now, keep that in mind. Maybe it's your upper limit and a whole new level is being created for you. And that is just something to be thrilled about. All right, y'all, let me know. What do you think about our good boss, bad boss format and hearing something like this every few weeks from me? I want to know, please DM me and let me know. And I also want to know what yours are. Where have you felt really proud of yourself over the past week or two? And where have you noticed potential for learning? Where have you had to tap into that self-awareness power to give you some insight into where you could be showing up better? I love the idea that we could be doing this together. So I hope that you do share with me over in the DM on Instagram at Sophia Parra. All right, guys, I hope you have more good weeks than you do bad weeks coming up. Have a good one and I'll see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. 
So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.